you know, I, I think it's just starting to listen to those nudges and as they start to get like louder and louder, right. it's like, holy crap, right. like this is right. trying to tell me something. So that is uh, right. Totally. Yeah. And it is part of the corporate lexicon. Like as I've become more aware of the things we don't say in the corporate world, nobody leads with I'm feeling, my gut is saying, my intuition is saying, we absolutely censor that language there. It's so interesting because it's actually science. It's not that you are not using evidence. You're collecting all that information, but you're filtering it ultimately by your intuition, which is the better guide. And you're just going from your left brain to your right brain, really. But it's truly life-changing because if you stop at just information, you're just going to get more of the same. You're not going to get transformation. You won't. Mm. You won't. There's no magic in that. The magic is in the intuition. Hi, my name is Beth Stanfield. I'm a lawyer, entrepreneur, dance fitness instructor, speaker, and writer. But of all the things I have been and am becoming, the most sacred to me is that I am free. So welcome to the Beth Stanfield Free Podcast, aka BS Free. Welcome back, everybody, to the Beth Stanfield Free Podcast. This is the first episode of the year, 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. I can't wait to introduce this collab. As a part of the Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life series, I wanted to bring you one of the women that I have met through the Six Figure School Mastermind, Liz Garcia. She has her own podcast. It's called the Light Your Fire Podcast. And she is straight up fire. So we get into a lot of things that I've already been talking about, but go into greater depth and tell you some stories about some things that have happened over the last year for both of us and some announcements about what's coming up in 2024 for her biz and for my biz as well. So ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Liz Garcia. Beth, what's up girl? Hello. Oh my gosh, I have been, this is a long time coming, like right before we yes. press record, we're like, we're fi- we're finally doing this, like we're finally able to hop on each other's podcast, which I'm so freaking excited about, so yay, I'm just, I'm so yay. pumped. Oh. Me too. We should probably like preface this a little bit for all of our listeners. My name is Liz yes. Garcia, for those who don't know, and I am host of the Light Your Fire podcast. I when- am Beth Stanfield, and I am the host of the Beth Stanfield Free podcast, which is on Instagram. Instagram as BS free podcast. Yes. Okay. So really quick, I always give people context of like how I know someone that I'm like chatting with. And first and foremost, I'm like, I want everybody to know, like, this is going to be an open conversation. And I've done this historically on my podcast versus like the typical interview format. And honestly, it's so much more fun, like way more laid back. Obviously, we have some questions prepared of like what to talk about. We've got like bullet points, but this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm just like super, super pumped. Um, But yeah, like you and I met, oh my gosh, it's, we were part of Lindsay Schwartz's six figure school this the last like 12 weeks, which just wrapped up here like a week ago, which is insane. And Crazy. I have to first compliment you, Beth, because you know, it's like we're on these Zoom calls, right? Like the live Zoom calls. And there's always a couple people, not only that are consistent, but like stand out. And I've like been following you and watching not in like oh, a gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm goodness. Like, this lady, I'm like, this this chick's got she has it going on. So I'm just so pumped for like your transformation. I can't wait for us to get into more details in a little bit, but anyways, I just had to give you the compliment that I just love what you're doing. Well, gosh, same here, because I remember you from even before I jumped on six figure school. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go figure it out where you popped for me, but I remember just thinking, I love not, not just, just you, not just what you, who, who you are, but like everything that you say, I was vibing with. I was like, I definitely think that she speaks my language because it's a different language. You know, sometimes you're just going through life and you're like, I just don't even know if anybody understands the words that are coming out of my mouth. But I knew that you would. And I think your listeners will, too, hopefully, too, because there's there's a new language out there brewing. I agree. And it just like 
I think, you know, one of the, one of the things that I've been really focusing on this last year is like whom, who I'm around and being very intentional mm. about, okay, what's their energy? Am I vibing with their energy? Right. And I very much, especially going into 2024, because I know we're going to talk about some super yeah. exciting stuff from both of our sides of what's to come. But like, I know for 2024 for me, and I don't know about you, like I'm going to be extremely intentional. Like, is this a hell yes mm. or a hell no? And I know that sounds so cliche, but like my mm -hmm. energy, my time. It's so valuable and important. And I think all the listeners listening in today too should, should really take, um, like note of that and inventory and really, um, thinking about that as they go into the new year. No doubt. I mean, so the whole hell yes, hell no. If you had talked to me a year ago, I don't think I would have understood that. I think I would have probably um, I probably would have just not even listened because I thought that was very woo and just didn't have enough context, enough, let's say, evidence-based um, information behind it. But really all it is, is following your intuition. And if anything has changed for me within from the last year to right now, it's that. It's that I have not only realized that my intuition is credible, because I've always gone to information and evidence for credibility, but I've learned that my intuition knows better. She knows better and she deserves the mic. And so hell yes and hell no to me, that makes perfect sense. That means the intuition gets the mic. She gets to choose. Yes. And right. Oh, so good. That's what it's about. I think that's where you and I have so many similarities because it's like, for me, I think a lot of that is very corporate driven, right? Like you've got to have strategy, you've got to have data to back. It's more of like tangible types of items where like when you express like, well, that doesn't feel good to me. And it's like, well, like some people, like it just comes across in a different way, but it's like, no, like my gut is telling me something. I can't necessarily explain it right now, but there's a reason behind it. And so for 100%. me, like like I've had to kind of get over some of that. It's a little bit of a corporate mentality, I would feel. I don't know if you'd agree with that per se, but um, you know, I I think it's just starting to listen to those nudges and as they start to get like louder and louder. Right. It's like, holy crap, right. like this is trying right. to tell me something. So that is uh, right. Totally. Yeah. And it is part of the corporate lexicon. Like as I've become more aware of the things we don't say in the corporate world. Nobody leads with, I'm feeling, my gut is saying, my intuition is saying. We absolutely censor that language there. And it's so interesting because it's actually science. It's not that you are not using evidence. You're collecting all that information, but you're filtering it ultimately by your intuition, which is the better guide. And you're just going from your left brain to your right brain, really. But it's truly life-changing. Because yeah. if you stop at just information, you're just going to get more of the same. You're not going to get transformation. You won't. Mm. You won't. There's no yeah. magic in that. The magic is in the intuition. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. So I'm going to just like jump right in here for at least my <laughs> listeners. And so for you, like you have had such an amazing transformation. So really quick, can you like tell at least for my listeners and any of your new listeners, like a little bit about who you are and like this whole transformation that has happened over the last like several months, especially. Yeah. Okay. So the short version is that I'm an attorney, went to law school you know, did all the right things and, you know, got the job. And I've been in the corporate world for 18 years and um, just kept going from one raise to the next raise to the next thing, you know, make partner, all of those things. And in the, in the time frame, they felt good in, in a certain sense. Um, probably fed the ego and it felt good to the person inside of me that was very evidence-based, very checklist oriented. Did we hit that mark? Yes. Did we get the hours in for the year? Yes. But in those 18 years, I became very experienced, very good at what I do, but I was not in any way close to fulfilled. And what finally really triggered it for me is that I was in a law. This is not long ago. This is only six months ago. I'm in the law firm. I have achieved the dream job, the dream salary, 
the projection of my life was you are on the trajectory to equity partner, which is, you know, for an attorney, that's what you want because that's where the big money is. And I looked at it and it felt like death to me, you know, and I know that sounds very dramatic, I suppose, but there was no life in it. And I was like, that's not, that's got to be a problem. That's got to be a problem. This is a dream job. And yet it feels like there's no life. There's no energy in it. So I just really started going, well, what the heck is this? And opening mind up to the question about what, what is this? And as I started to do that within three months, just thing after thing after thing, as I started to open up, listen, open up my intuition, ask the questions, started to, and following energy and following the language that was speaking to my soul. As I started to do that, I started to see people and see people doing work in a different way. And I was just challenged to take a step into a completely different way of living and doing work. Still a lawyer, still do the things that I do, but with an entirely different energy, an entirely different mindset, and an entirely different uh, scope of people that I know that I was meant to serve. And that's female business owners. That's who it is. That's who it's always been. That's who I've always wanted to serve. And when I was where I was before, I couldn't serve them. I couldn't because they couldn't pay the bucks. They weren't the big corporations. And now I just, I completely, completely just left that world altogether and started this business. So I left, went completely out of the corporate world, which is not necessarily everybody's trajectory, but that was mine. And it had to be that way. That is in okay. So back up a little bit, like just okay. give people some kind con- like this happened during our six, like 12 week, six figure school. So like, tell them a little bit yes. about that, that progression of like the challenge we were given and yes. how, like what conspired after that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when we entered the six figure school, the first challenge was to surprise yourself. Right. And, um, I was feeling that maybe, well, so let's go. This is an interesting thing. Cause I remember this was happening right, right around the time that you and I first connected. Right. And I don't remember what it was, but we connected and you asked me a question like, what was it that actually made the difference? Like, what was the reason? What actually caused you to go, okay, it's time because mm-hmm. that is the thing I was, this was in me for a while. And really thinking about it actively and giving my intuition the microphone and opening my eyes and ears for to listen to to what the universe was telling me, um, that was more of a six-month project. But but what was brewing was certainly longer than that. But when we both got into six-figure school, I remember you asked me specifically, how did you know it was time to leave that corporate world? Because it means security, safety. You know, a lot of times we're thinking, well, what's the right time? Because, um, you know, you want to build a runway in your business before you take that leap of faith. You want to have some things in place strategically, financially. Here's what happened. The, the gauntlet sort of was set out for us. The quest was before us to surprise yourself. And I knew for me that that meant it's time. It is time for me to leave this space. I would have liked to have had more of a runway and in my, in my sort of more execution, masculine mindset, the planner, the perfectionist, I would have had lots of ducks in a row, but I finally came to the conclusion that's this. And I remember telling you, I'll tell you, and I won't leave you hanging. And then I (laughs) left you hanging. Here's what it is. Here's what it was. Here's the difference that it was. I knew that if I did not, completely live, leave the environment that I was in, I would not have the courage to do this period. It would never happen, period. I would never get from idea to reality. I would never get from thinking about the dream to leaping into the dream. This business and this person, this human would not be here if I didn't just simply leave. And the reason why, and I can say this now with even more confidence, now that I'm two, two and a half months into it, three months into it, that leap itself, is that the person who I was on the 
projecting side. Like, I think I see something. I think I feel something. I am drawn this direction, but I can't figure out how to get there. And I was planning and circulating all those details in my mind. I knew that I had to leap because the person that I was in that corporate space and it had to be, it's not just, I couldn't make the changes. It was not possible for me to make the changes. It was not possible for me to be in the mindset that I had to be to do this. I couldn't. The requirements there, the billables there, the mindset there, the person I had to be to show up there in that place. It was, it was so defined. There was no way I could be the person until I got on the other side of it. All I knew there is that, and this is going to sound woo, all I knew was that I was drawn to a sense of energy that I saw in female business owners who were doing something beautiful in an inspired way, like you. Mm. I saw you and I was like, I'm drawn to that. I see that courage. I see that light. I see that fire. That's all I know. And so I'm going to take that leap. After I took the leap, then the clarity for what I wanted to do started stepping in. And that was only because I was no longer in that environment. I had cleared the space for the business that was in me, the clarity, just this entire this entire concept of a law firm that is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and raising up like-minded individuals to just smash patriarchy and find our freedom in business. Awesome. Mic drop. That is incredible. <laughs> like I I love how okay, so to back up a little bit, like for the listener listening in right now, like I know somebody needs to like hear this message because it's like when we, you know, we're we're trying to stick to the norms, right? Like you should do this. It's like all the shoulda what it like shoulds of you should try to get A's. You should try to go to the college of your like a good established college, like just to make other people happy and you discovered that what you thought initially was going to bring you fulfillment and joy actually doesn't. And good for you for recognizing that, number one, because I know there's people that literally make it their entire life and just stick with that same old job because it's, quote, safe, right? Like, it's the salary. It's whatever it may be. It's what they were told they were supposed to do. So I love that you are giving permission to people listening in right now to just go after what it is that really lights you up inside. So Mm. that is amazing. Yes. Well, what was it for you? Because you saw this with me sort of in real time and I have not gotten to see what it was for you because I know that you've gone through transformational change that is dramatic in the last two years. What was it that got you from being um, in a place where you could see a vision of something else to actually living it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really stemmed from a traumatic life event that happened. And so this was gosh, like June of 2021, I was seven months pregnant with our son, Luca. And we found out that my husband was diagnosed with stage one testicular cancer, seven months pregnant. Like, so talk about like roller coaster (laughs) hormones already because I'm pregnant. Right. And then, you know, that's layered on top of it. It, it just like an event like that hits you across the, like, you feel like you're Mm -hmm. hit by a bus and you're like, you don't know how to navigate those emotions. You're like, what's next? Like you start like, you know, planning in your head. Oh my gosh. Like what's going to happen when we have the baby. And it's like, is he going to have to go through chemo? So it was like such an emotional time for us that we, we never Mm. had had to go through anything like that before. So that was in June. My husband ended up um, having surgery to remove the tumor, like a couple weeks later in July of that year, had our son in mid August in the back of an ambulance, by the way. So that's a story for another day. I actually have an episode on his birthday last year of like the whole thing. So yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet, like definitely go check (laughs) it out. Oh my Um, gosh. And I'll, I'll maybe include that in the show notes and stuff because it's a wild yes. story. But it was like, you know, we went through that. And then our son, Luca, was only four weeks old when my husband went through his round of chemotherapy to reduce his reoccurrence rate. So it's like all of that happened in such a short amount of time. It put so much into perspective for both of us because it's like 
you know, when you say your vows, you don't go into it necessarily thinking that you're going to have to experience everything you say, like in sickness and in health. And it's like, you know, I'm, as I'm recording this, I'm 34 years old. So it was like, that was a couple mm -hmm. years ago already. So it's like, never mm -hmm. in my wildest dreams did we ever think that we were going to be going through that type of experience at our age. Right. And, but it taught us so many life lessons. Like it, it has made us into who we are today as far as being resilient and going through a really tough time and coming out stronger on the other end. So it was like that whole experience happened. And then a few months yeah. later, like he ended up, like he ended up having like a full body CT scan is in remission is still in remission, which is incredible. So it was like, that was such a big wake up call for me. And then a few months later in February, it was like, I was going through postpartum and I didn't experience that with our, our daughter, Zoe. Like this was a whole new ball game for me. So it was like, you know, we Man. went through that traumatic season and then I'm like, basically throwing a pity party for myself because I'm not feeling good about my body. Like I'm still going through postpartum. And I remember it clearly, like I was in a hotel room for my corporate job in Ames, Iowa, and I was sitting on the bed and I'm like, I'm done. I am done throwing a pity party for myself. Like, it's up to me if I want to see a different version of myself a year from now. Like, that's, that's up to me. That's not up to anybody yeah. else anointing me. Like, I have right. to be the one to decide to make changes in order to feel good about myself. And so that was really where, like, I was, I, I say it was just like this big, deep mental ride. Like, I literally could feel myself, like, I would, like, try to crawl out of this hole. And I know that sounds super dramatic, but it was like mentally, like that's where I was at with myself. And it was like with my body, like my body image, all of it. And yes, I was giving myself grace, but I finally drew the line in the sand literally that night. Like I had this mental line in the sand. sand. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to start taking the steps and the action towards things that really light me up. So what did I start doing? I started consistently working out. I started really taking a look at what I was eating throughout the week. Cause it was like, at the time I was eating pretty healthy throughout the week. And then I would quite literally devour an entire bag of like barbecue chips on the weekend, like a whole day. And I'm like, yes, no wonder I'm breaking out and I'm having acne all over my chin. And it's like, you know what I mean? So I was like, why, why is all this? Yes. I mean, I'm eating healthy, but it was like this. So I, I noticed, I didn't recognize it right away, but I had these self-sabotaging like eating habits and snacking habits on the weekends that like totally mm -hmm. destroyed all the effort that I would put in throughout the week. So like I started pulling back these layers of okay, what's something that I can start doing that is a more positive light, right? And so at that time, and a lot of my listeners already know this because I talk about it all the time, I started substituting different things. So I'm like, okay, I'm at the time I already had, you know, two young kiddos. So I'm like, I didn't have a lot of time to like add things to the plate. So I'm like, okay, what can I substitute of what I'm already doing. So one example is I was doing a lot of travel for my corporate job, had a lot of window time. So instead of just listening to the radio, I started binging podcasts. I'm like, okay, I love, like, I've always loved personal development. Like it's always really intrigued me. I love the woo side intuitive. So I started binging, um, Keisha get Mary's podcast, empower her. And few weeks, like literally only a month into listening to her podcast, she was like offering this four week course. So this is, you know, February, I had the rut. Two months later, I signed up and started taking this four week intro to podcasting course. Two <gasps> weeks after I'm done with the wow. course, I launched my podcast. So this is like Dang. May of last or May of, yeah, 2022. So it was like, bam, bam, bam. Just like you talked about with your story. Mm -hmm. I started listening to these intuitive hits, these nudges that kept coming through of different things I should try. And I'm like, all right, I'm just mm -hmm. going to try it. Like worst case scenario, mm -hmm. learn a little bit more about like how to podcast. Like if it fails, right. it flops, at least I tried. So fast forward, like here we are today. Like um, my husband and I started a company here in April of this year called GW Spice Co. So Yay. it's just, I know the the challenges that I've gone through in life, like and in general, this is for anybody listening in. Everybody's going to have different seasons that are, difficult seasons that are unknown of what's going to happen, mm -hmm. but I can guarantee you, you will be stronger on that other side. Like you will be able to find some sort of lesson that truly can change the trajectory of your life. You just really have to listen into those nudges and trust yes. the process. Mm -hmm. You're right. 
A hundred percent. That's one thing. I mean, I don't know if we even really plan to hit on this, but what I'm really hearing right now is how as women, we've been conditioned for so much of our lives to not, not make decisions by, not express ourselves by those little nudges, right? We don't say it. We don't, like I was saying before in the corporate world, it's not just the corporate world. How many times have I heard just in the last six months, women talk about their journey and then apologize that it's woo. We need to stop apologizing for the woo. Because the woo is apparently very, very, very powerful. Yeah. All the powers in the woo, all the power in this. And of course, my argument is it's not woo. It's, it's absolutely not because it is the difference between doing nothing, staying in self-loathing, staying stuck and um, having a pity party. It is the difference between that. Because if you listen to your intuition, if you listen to that little nudge, if you move towards the magic and the fire and the light, however you want to describe it, if you need if you need to have it packaged in a way that sounds more practical, you're moving into actual transformation. You're yes. moving into something that you will not ever regret because the you that is you is pulling you there. It's not truth, the one. Right? That's right. It's, your it's truth, truth is pulling you there. It's not. You know, the you that is you that is in there doesn't want to stay in self-pity. It feels good. It feels good, but it doesn't, it doesn't change you into who you really are, you know? And so that's, what's pulling you there. So, I mean, if anything, I would say, listen to it, honor it and stop apologizing because the power is in that. I mean, you're evidence of it, right? Yeah. And then we get to do this thing called business. And you get to do the thing that is pulling you into your truth. And also it is a business. And to me, that's just like kind of a bonus because the real magic of it, the real strength of it is that I don't have to split myself into pieces anymore and, you know, really worry about, for example, if I post a dance video from my class, is the boss over in Milwaukee going to see it? And I lose credibility as a result. And by the way, yeah, that, that does happen, you know, nice. in the corporate world, unfortunately, we do have to do that. And so that's one of the other things about, you know, honoring the intuition, honoring the person that you are, which for me, what I love, what I love to do for my mental and physical well-being is dance fitness. And I'm obsessed with it. But, you know, that's a huge part of it, too. It's really hard to just mentally and emotionally move and follow yourself, there's a real physical element to it too. There's like this, and I'm not as conversant in this. I'm starting to understand the mind-body connection better because we kept those separate for a very long time. You know, like they exist on two different Mm -hmm. planets, but they're very connected because when you started moving your body, other things started to open up for you. 100%. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's not just about like, like getting fit or like, it's not really just necessarily about the look side of it. Like it truly is such a mental shift when, when you like, for me, when I was sitting on that hotel bed and I told myself, I'm like, I am done throwing that pity party. I'm done being in the same spot one year from now and not having the things that I know are on my heart, like that's like, you have to have that type of conviction. So it's like, you have to figure out like, yes, you have to have a why behind things. Like you have to have a reason, but it's like, who do you want to be a year from now? And I had so many yeah. people, like, I know it's like, I've attended so many events. I've been part of network marketing for like over 11 years and I love the events. Like that's what gets me so fired up because it just, there's so much energy in, in attending rooms with like-minded people. And so like, that's also like the history of what's led up to where I'm at today is just loving the in-person events and pouring into other people. And, but it's like, you know, I would hear that re- repeated all the time. Like, well, where do you want to be a year from now? And it's <laughs> like, not where I'm at, like, and not, and that's yeah. nothing to like diss my life right now. Like I love my life that I've got, 
but I have this such a clear vision of where mm-hmm. I want to go and what I want my life to look like in the future. So I urge mm-hmm. anybody, like if you have that little nudge inside, like keep working at it, keep doing some sort of type of action. It can be the teeniest amount of action, but doing it consistently is really what's going to add up to that big transformation down the road. Human design is always really fascinating to me. And I'm abs like, I actually, I've done a chart recently, but I haven't done like the in-depth chart. So I can't wait to dive in. But I know when like things, when simple things just don't work when they're supposed to, I like just get so damn fired up. And I'm like, I don't mean to get so worked up, but it's just like, bam, like light switch. I'm like, this needs to work. Why is this not working? I don't know what it is. I mean, I can try to diagnose it a little bit. And so maybe human design is a better way to try to figure that out. I'm always, I mean, always trying to figure out these things because it really, I mean, it, it causes me to completely lose my, you know what, completely. Oh, you can swear on her. At least on my podcast. I do. (laughs) I do. It's like, I have two choices when things are not working and they should. I'm either going to lose my shit or I'm just going to cry. And so usually I I don't want to mess up my makeup. So I just choose. But it's, I think part of it is control. And part of it is I'm used to things working well. I'm used to being able to put in a certain level of of um, expertise and apply my experience and apply my problem solving skills to making sure that it works. And when you've done all that, and it still doesn't work like microphones and technology, it just is like, it just messes you up. It messes you up. That is a definitely a learning area that um, has been, let's just call it lifelong. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, what's interesting too is I was just thinking about this this morning and it's super relevant for our conversation and just like my journey, my entrepreneurship journey with our company, GW Spice Co. It's like, so we, long story short, we ended up getting our, so we sell dry salsa mixes, dry dip mixes and taco seasoning. And I was so pumped. We finally got into our first retail store a couple months ago. And you know, when, when we talk about like our human design a little bit and how frustrated that I get on the simplest things, like I, Mm -hmm. it was the more we had received our first order from the retailer, which was so exciting. But then it was like, we gave them a deadline, you know, like the next day that we were going to have it done. And I think I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, is this, can we get this done in time? Yeah. But I wanted to deliver. Right. And so it was like the next morning, it was on a Saturday morning. And we, we had like a bunch of stuff planned that day. Like we had a birthday party to attend in a different state for my aunt. And I'm like, oh no, am I going to be able to deliver on this? Well, anyways, I'm like scrambling in the morning. I'm like printing off labels on my thermal print. I'm like, I'm going to get this done, damn it. But I found myself in this like stressed state of chaos. Mm-hmm. And so what, now that I'm reflecting on it, I'm like, I was unprepared. So it's like, are you stressed or are you unprepared? Because there's a difference. And I'm like, you know what? I was unprepared that day. And Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. we've already received a repeat order from them. And I know what to do. Like, because at the time, like we were, I was still designing our nutrition labels, you know, to to put our, our ingredient labels to put on the back of it. And, but it's like, now that I've gone through that process initially, like I know exactly what to expect. I know exactly how I'm going to put put the box together so it looks pretty on the shelf. So I would urge anybody to like, if you find yourself in a stress state like that, like, mm-hmm. are you really just stressed? Or are you maybe unprepared? Like, is there something else? Like when you look mm-hmm. back and connect those dots, like Steve Jobs said, like, was there something different mm-hmm. that you could have done to really be proactive and not bring more stress on yourself, right? Yeah. And give yourself permission to be unprepared because the first time is always going to be difficult. It's always going to challenge what you know. It always will. And then it just gets a little bit easier every time. But also, can we just pause here and celebrate the fact that you are in a store? I mean, 
That's insane. I mean, it's it's a little mom and pop shop here in Monticello, Iowa, where I live and stuff. But it's like, yep. I don't freaking care. I'm still going to celebrate no it. It's still progress. I'm still moving yes. the needle. So like, I, I, am, I don't know about you, girl. I'm sure you're the same way as me because I feel like we're just pretty similar with our energies. But it's like, I celebrate the hell out of the little wins. Because it's like, if you don't, you're going to miss out on all the progress that you've made throughout the year. And then when you look back, like, yeah, you can still celebrate the big wins, but to me, yes. they're not going to feel as good or as exciting or as big of a monumental type of event as if you were already celebrating along the way. Are you the same way when it so comes to true. little wins? I'm learning to do that. I'm learning to do that because I realize if I don't do that, then I am depriving myself of the energy I need to get to the next level. Like oh, seriously, because- yes. This is the thing that has really surprised me as I've gone through this entrepreneurship journey, right? I have a clear vision now of what I want to do and who I'm serving. At first, all I thought I was, I was starting a law firm, just a nice little cute little cozy North Carolina law firm. No, 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 no. When I got out, the vision of who I wanted to serve and how I wanted to do it started unfolding um, with clarity. And so it wasn't like, maybe I want to do this. No, no, no. It was very clear because I felt strongly drawn to serving only female entrepreneurs. And I was worried that I was cutting myself off from, you know, half the gender, right? Um, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because when you know that you, your, your, your whole being is telling you this is who I'm called to serve, then you're going to get it twisted if you start a if you start trying to put yourself back into the box that seems or sounds like it was it might be a better business decision, right? So I dealt with that. And then once I focused on all right, I'm here to serve female entrepreneurs with their legal, it's pretty simple. But then how you connect what you do, and what you do well with the people that need you. That's where the hard part's been. And so for me, because I've, I've been trying to figure out with a lot of trial and error and meeting mostly error, I've gotten stuck in a little bit of, honestly, I think if I'm diagnosing it, a little bit of self-pity, like this should work. This should work. But it's just not as easy as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would yeah. be hard, but the things that are hard are not that. I thought the things that were, were hard were going to be like logistics and technology. It's not the things that are hard are actually finding your people, you know, finding mm -hmm. the people that really need the legal solution that you have. So I'm working through that. And I'm learning like, if I don't just celebrate even the small thing that is a win, I'm going to lose myself in this process. And I've got to do it because if I don't, I'm going to lose the energy that I have for 100%. the why that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the momentum, right? Like for me, and it's not like a vanity thing of, oh, hey, look at me. I want a gold star for this little thing that I do. No, <laughs> no. it's like really yourself trying to, trying to give yourself that momentum of like, oh, so this is exciting. And like, even just sharing yeah. your wins with like girlfriends of yours via text, like from, so there were three other girls that I met for the very first time at powerhouse women in August of this year. And shout out to you girls, Alessia Citro, Alessandra Caprice and Holly Stein. Yeah. Like we've had this texting group ever since going, not only meeting each other at the event, but also going through, um, the 12 week of six figure school mm -hmm. and just being able to share little wins, regardless how big or small, like you, like we pump each other up on that tax and it's like, then you're getting energy and then you're giving someone else energy. And then all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden everybody's sharing the wins that they've had throughout the day. And you're like, holy crap, like I've accomplished a lot today. So yes. it's really about the reflection of like, okay, I have made progress and then I'm doing this to give myself the energy to keep going. No doubt. No doubt. And also when you see and celebrate other people's wins, that with you it's like a little like piece you know you take that with you and it's like you you go I I know I can do it because I've got someone out there that's doing it too yep. they're out there doing it too they're they're beating down <laughs> the the door they're doing the work and and we get these little gold nuggets as we go along you know just to let oh, us know you're on the right path and 
I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's like, um, you know, you have that vision so clearly it comes to you very clearly. And so you just, and I think a lot of it's in my, in my prior world, it, that's how it works there. You see it, you go, okay, I want to do this. And it falls into line, but you've also got like a bunch of corporate money to make it happen. This is it's different when you're on here doing it on your own and you want to do it in a completely different way. You don't want to do it the corporate way. You don't want to do it the way where you can't show up as your whole self. You can't show up as your true self. And it just takes longer to, I think, as I'm saying this, because I'm in it, it, it takes longer to do that I've or longer thought, than I thought. I would say, I, I remember Lori Verder actually at Powerhouse Women on when she was doing like part of her keynote, like she made a mention about that. She's like, it's going to take you longer than what you expect, but it's really not about how long it takes. It's just about you putting forth that effort to, to keep you on the path of where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. I totally mm -hmm. can like attest to that, like being an entrepreneur here really this last year, like it, everything has taken me way longer than I ever expect, but mm. keeping the consistency is what still fuels me where it's like, I'm going to stay consistent and having that trust in the process is huge. Like kind of like what you mentioned too. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, you would have had a few more ducks line, like lined up, like you said, quitting corporate America, but you put that trust and that faith in the process mm -hmm. that it's all going to work out. And I feel like, like getting into the rule a little bit more, like that's truly mm -hmm. where you're, you're trusting that the universe is going to respond to you taking the right steps in the right direction and taking that action. Mm -hmm. That's right. I think as I recall very specifically what I was thinking and feeling as I was right on the edge of taking that leap of faith. And I remember just feeling this very, very as true as if it was a reality, right? And it still is. There's no possible way I can fail. There's just no possible way I can fail. There's no way. It's not scientifically possible for me to fail. Because what I see is real and the need is real and I'm not going to stop. I'm just not going to. I won't stop until I'm able to serve the people that need what I have. And I'm just, I'm just going to keep going. So it is not possible for me to fail. And, and that brings me back home when I do get like, what the heck is going on? Why can I not? Why? is the sh social media world seem like just a complete shit show. Like you put something out there and you're like, I don't even know if it just went into complete space. Yeah. It feels like outer space sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if I'm yeah. the only one there. Um, but I'm just trying to figure it out because it's all new to me. All of it. It's a really interesting point though, because like the fire that you're talking about is because you now have that clarity of who you're serving. And that is ultimately the fuel for you to keep going. So, you know, you're not going to fail. Like, you know, like with that absolute conviction, like I'm not going to fail because I am doing what I meant to be doing here on this earth and yeah. I'm serving the people that I'm meant to be serving. So, oh, yeah, so good. Yep. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked what a little bit about like vision and I, especially with this episode releasing here, at least for mine, um, it's going to be releasing here on December 26th, the day after Christmas. Like I of Yay. course love talking about future plans and I'm like dying to hear what's on the, on the like horizon for you and stuff. So what's, what yes. is on the horizon for you for 2024? Okay. So I, it took me a while to really get here from a strategy standpoint, because like I said, I knew who I wanted to serve and I was never and am not ever worried about when, when you're a young attorney, you're, you're really focused on becoming a good attorney because it takes decades to become a good attorney. It takes decades of experience really to know how to negotiate a deal, to understand the dynamics of a, yeah, just the deal making, the contract world, the drafting dispute resolution, negotiation, all of those things. It just takes a really long time to build those muscles. And when I left my, you know, my law firm job, I was like at the height of that. And so one of the things that I love is that I don't question my ability anymore. And I don't know when that happened. You don't wake up one day going, wow. I remember being a young attorney and going, I cannot wait to have that feeling where you know what you're doing, you know, like when you're uh -huh. new doing whatever. And I don't know when it happened, but it happened at some point. 
And I don't have to worry about that anymore. I know what I'm doing. I know how to do what I'm doing. If there's something that's outside of my expertise, I know where I'm going to send them. I know where I'm going to, you know, if it's something outside of my practice area or whatever, I've got these referral arrangements. So that I don't have to worry about, which is just really, really um, just such a blessing to, to not have to do that. But that's given me the ability to say, okay, now that I have this experience, these skills that I've spent so long um, crafting, um, you know, how can I use them to serve female entrepreneurs? And I think this is subject to change, but in 2024, this is what I'm really going to focus on for the first quarter, first, six, first couple quarters. And that's just building a library. It's called the Lyona Library because my business is Lyona. The Lyona Library, I'm essentially stacking the shelves. That's what I'm doing right now. It's not open yet, but I'm stacking the shelves with all the contracts, all, all the terms and conditions, all of the legal, all of the legal that you need, the things that you need, like your partnership agreements, your affiliate agreements, your consultant agreements, all the all the the day one essentials that you need, this kind of stuff that you see over and over, payment terms. So essentially any type of relationship that you have, that nexus needs to have a contract. Anybody that you pay as a part of your business, that needs to have a contract. Any service that you provide, those need to have terms and conditions. And they seem overwhelming and difficult to a lot of um business owners, especially when you are balling on a budget. So I'm focusing on getting that library stacked with solid, just really good contracts that you can purchase. And then the thing that you get with that for free is time with me to talk through your business. So every purchase is going to come with 30 minutes, at least, uh, at least a 30 minute to an hour consult with me so that we can talk about your business, dream together, just do the this part of it, which is what I love. And of course, you can ask legal questions. But the, really, the point of it there with that is that we get a chance to like really just connect and and figure out how you're gonna soar and yes. and smash business. Because oh, that's, that's what I love. Yeah. Well, and it to me, it kind of reminds me of like an accountant in the sense of let me put, let me give you some context what I mean by that because it's like. Why would you want to worry about, especially when it comes to legal parts of like businesses, like why would you want to even mess around with trying to quote, figure it out on your own, right? right Just like an right, accountant, like right. doing certain things. It's like, that's their wheelhouse. So it's like, let them do their thing. Cause that's what they do every single day. Same thing for you. Like, why would you even want to have to worry about mm -hmm. if something's worded the right, like, and especially when it comes to legalities, like there's so much wording involved, like so many intricacies so that it's like, that's your wheelhouse. So I love mm -hmm. the fact that you're doing that, but then also bringing in a little bit of like coaching where it's like yeah. and consulting a little bit being like, okay, well, you know, you can offer suggestions based on what their needs are. I just think it's such a brilliant type of business. And I just, it's so needed, so needed for mm -hmm. sure. And I think on the women's side too, like there's definitely a woman listening in that needs to hear this, where if they either are thinking about being an entrepreneur or are an entrepreneur, like our natural instinct is to give in to other people a little bit. Whereas totally. like, I love that you are giving women the power to like mm -hmm. own their power. You know what I mean? Yes. Versus like just saying, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll not bow down or bow out, but it's like, mm -hmm. no, like I'm going to stand my mm -hmm. ground. I'm going to put these legal boundaries in place to That's make right. sure that I'm sticking to my truest authentic self and not taking away from myself at the end of the day. There is a very, very tangible outcome with what you're talking about with the way that we as women will tend to defer and we will tend to not contract something and we don't want to, we don't want to be that guy, you know, but by not being that guy, you're becoming that girl. <laughs> you're yeah. becoming, you're becoming the person who doesn't own the space. And a lot of dudes, they don't, they're going to go, here's my contract, you know? And we're like, here's my contract. <laughs> right. Right. Because we feel like or we're just not toes, but we it's do. just not we're, the case. It's not the case. And really, it's just, you know, take your business seriously. If you take your business seriously, they will take your business seriously. And if you take your legal seriously, you are 10 times better than the person who's not. And it will get you further.
it will get you further. At a minimum, at a minimum, this is what I hear over and over and over and again, that you're put, when you take your foundation seriously, you're putting the world on notice to watch out for me because I'm coming. And it sounds a little like, what is like basketball court game talk or whatever? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like smack, a little right. smack, but it's okay. I think that there is a place for that. I really do. Because I think really ultimately you're, you're just, you're just telling yourself that you're telling yourself ultimately that your business is worth it. Your business is worth you doing it right and taking it seriously. And um, I'm just really excited to see women to break into like a whole new level of operation. When I was where I was before, I would see a lot of female business owners start out and do well and then drop off at the at about the you know six figure and have a really hard time getting from the six figures to the million mark whereas the dudes and there's a lot of reasons for that we can unpack that Uh it is there's so many layers to that question but at a minimum it is i'm just i'm passionate about getting women there if that's where they desire to go not everybody desires to go there but but to get women into that place where they're not held back personally or externally from what can get them to the next level. So it's, it's exciting. It's happening in 24, 2024. I'll definitely, I'm working real hard, spending a lot of time doing that um, while I'm doing my day-to-day client work as well. So yeah, 24, 2024 feels, it feels good. Does it feel good to you? It feels really good. I okay. So actually, just this last weekend, I a friend of mine who does Reiki, she's been on the podcast before, Hillary Knob, and she did this fun like vision event at her house, which was incredible. There was like 10 or 12 of us women there. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but like you can figure out like what your birth, like what your birth month and day are and figure out like what your overall like year is or your like number for the year is the okay. mine is a uh, number nine and I can explain more on how, to, how we got to that later. But um, basically the overarching theme for 2024 for me, because of my number being nine for the year is it's like death a little bit, but having a mm. rebirth, which mm. I am so here for. And it's like, yeah, as scary as death can be of something, not necessarily being someone, but like something like it means mm-hmm. so much excitement for what's to come in 2024. And one of the big pieces of news that I have to share, I've been kind of leading up to this a little bit in social media. I'm going to be hosting my first ever live event in 2024. Oh my gosh. Date is to be determined yet, but like, that's where my nudge is. It's like, I feel like I was playing pretty small this last year, which is wild to say, because yeah. I know I've like, I, I've made a huge transformation already this last year. I've done a lot of things, but like, I still feel like I was playing really small. And so I'm yeah. ready to play big for 2024 and really transforming and evolving into that person that I know yes. I was meant to be. So in-person oh events, gosh. like I said, I've always felt called to go to them because it just fuels my cup up so much. Like the energy, especially with me being a like a manifesting generator, like I love pouring into other people too. And, and so I'm hosting a live event, hopefully like by springtime of 2024. And I, I'm still kind of putting the pieces together of like what it looks like. I like don't know what the name is yet. So it's like, it's that new, but I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. I know it's going to come to me. And Mm -hmm. I I feel like I meant to connect people um, and just like be a conduit a little bit, if that's the right word. And just like make connections with other women and help support people along that path. Just knowing you're not alone is it, it speaks volumes. Like that in itself is just, it you can't put a price tag on on that type of thing. So I'm excited and I like oh my gosh. I'm just, what I'm looking forward to the most about these live in-person events. So kind of what I envision a little bit for those listening in is like probably doing like a live podcast recording with I've got a couple like people on a panel picked out already. Mm-hmm. I have a few more people that I need to fill the spots yet. Um so for those listening in, if you have an interest to like be a speaker on this panal, like shoot Aww. me a DM. Um, Yay. But like in between also having this like fun networking event, like both before and after, maybe having some like vendor tables there of local business owners and just really supporting Mm -hmm. their business, like getting their name out there. Because it's like, that's how 
I have been able to transform so much. Like podcasts, this is going to sound cliche, but podcasts really was what helped catapult me out of that rut that I was in February yeah. of, of mm -hmm. you know last year. Like giving me the inspiration that I could do it, like giving myself the belief that I could do it myself. So it's like, if I can be that inspiration for someone else, like that's, it's so worth it. So that's what's coming in 2024 events, live events. That, that what you're talking about right now is that transfer, that conduit, that it is a transfer of energy and freedom and power are contagious if you got it. And you got it, ma'am. You got it, ma'am. <laughs> yes. You know, it is contagious. And so guess what? You can be a super spreader, yes. right? Yes. You get to be a super spreader at your event. So how can, you know, for those listening to my po podcast, how can we make sure that we get all the info when you're ready to announce it? Where, yes. where are you going to do that on your socials or, you know, where's, where are we going to look? Yeah. Number one go-to place is absolutely Instagram. So my handle is Liz Garcia, L-I-Z-G-A-R-C-I-A dot light your fire. Um, so definitely follow me there. And by the way, I, I have a lot of fun with like my reels and stories. So I just feel like I'm a little entertaining anyways, if people want to follow yes. along in the journey, but I'll have a lot of major updates there. Um, otherwise I do have my website, lightyourfirepodcast.com, which um, we'll link that in the show notes and stuff. I'm going to be um, placing updates there, like full disclosure, like my husband's going to be helping me build this thing out behind the scenes, like a web. So there might be a brand new website Ooh. coming. I don't, like I said, like we are okay. literally building this thing as we're going yes. along. So I'm like, okay, we just have to move forward. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I would say Instagram's the best place. Um, lightyourfirepodcast.com. Um, we'll have some details and, and then, um, obviously I'll have some updates with, uh, GW Spice Co. I'll make, make sure to put the GW Spice Co. links in the show notes too. Okay. And awesome. for, by the way, I have to gift your listeners a fun little gift. So what I'm going to do for today, um, I've got a link that I'll include so they can request a free salsa sample. Um, it's a dry salsa sample mix, but so I'll have that for both your listeners and my listeners so they can snag one Yay. for themselves. Yeah. That's awesome. I was just thinking I probably should have come prepared with gifts. It is Christmas. Um, I do. Okay. I, I'm still working on it. So it might be fine-tuned a little bit, but um, I do have a, for anybody that is thinking about starting a business or you already have a business, but you're not 100% sure if you set it up right or you're thinking about some things you want to do to get your legal foundation right, I do have a, I spent a long time on this because I'm a perfectionist and that's what I do. But I put together a 10-step checklist and, I, and it, is, it is available now. And it's totally free. So I'll link that too in the show notes if you want to get the it, the 10 step checklist. I just wanted people to have something that is, you know, when you're starting a business, there's just a lot of things that you might not know. You just don't know that you, because you don't know. You don't know that you yeah. need to even ask the question. So I just tried to keep it simple, but put 10 very clear steps of things you need to be thinking about, both practically, like, you know, just web hosting, how, sh who should hope host my website, stuff like that. And then, you know, some of the legal, just essentials that you need, make sure you're thinking about it. So I'll that. put that there too, which, um, maybe it is a Merry Christmas for somebody that is like floundering in the Google world of how do I, how do I do this? Yeah. Well, what a great resource too. Cause it's like, especially when starting a business, like, like you said, you don't know what you don't know, but it's like, there might be something on that list of yours that they're like, holy smokes. Like I never would have thought of that. Right. So yeah, I, I yeah. love that you've got that as a resource. I, I think both of our listeners are going to absolutely love that. And if you Yay. have been, if you're a seasoned veteran entrepreneur, like I'm sure it's still just a great checklist to be like, okay, like, am I really following yeah. every single step that I should be doing every single year? Right. Like, Yep. We're all human at the end of the day. So I think that's for a great sure. resource. Yeah. For even oh. if you've got a business that's several years old, you can skip the first couple steps because you, you probably did them, but you know, you can breeze through that and get the last half of it and you'll, you'll see some things. And it's, you know, I spent a long time on it because like I said, I, <laughs> I'm just very detailed. That's how I am, but there's Stand no up. way you can cover all the things. So anyway, there's another extra little gift tucked in there for, for you um, you know, for people who want to start getting legit with their legal stuff. 
Love that. And how can my listeners find you, by the way? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Beth A. Stanfield. You're going to get a little mix of some dance, some twerking, along with the biz stuff. But Beth A. Stanfield. I'm also there with my company, Liona Law. It's just at Liona Law. And then my podcast is BS Free Podcast, which we haven't even had a chance to talk about that. That's been the most fun, uh, which completely blows me away because I've always been scared of speaking scared to death which is crazy and counterintuitive because I'm like in court giving opening and closing arguments and yet speaking has been the most terrifying part so I I feel in 2024 I feel called and led to speak more to really break through that thing that holds me back even more and find my voice uh, again and reclaim it and I haven't figured out all the reasons why it scares me so much but it does and yet I know that's what I'm going to be doing more of in 2024 um and then my website my company is at lionaco.com and you can also go to lionalaw.com you'll you'll find they're connected so either one will work I'll get you in the right place love that I was gonna say speaking of like you wanting speaking opportunities do you want to fly (laughs) out to Iowa in a few months Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's a direct flight to uh from the beach over here on North Carolina to wherever you are. Yeah, definitely not Just quite. Kidding. Well, actually, okay. well, so Cedar Rapids, Iowa is an international yes. airport. So that one might is that we one might be close? able to work something out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I will travel to be around your energy. You know, it's even popping off from the computer. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks, girl. I appreciate that. Same back at you. Well, okay. So I always end my podcast with talking about, okay, it's really about like pump up songs. So for those who don't know, like Mm -hmm. I have a separate Spotify playlist of any collab that I've done. Like I always ask people at the very end, what's your favorite current like go-to pump up jam? So it's a whole like compilation pump up jams. So I'll definitely be sure to put that in the show notes. But when we, before we press recording, I was like giving you a heads up about, okay, just be prepared with like your favorite song. And you're like, oh, I got you girl. Uh-huh, for so, sure. Okay. Especially with you yes. getting into dance, like I knew this was gonna be your wheelhouse. So tell me, like what's what's at least one go-to pump up jam of yours? Right now, I am obsessed with Beyonce's new song, My House. Obsessed. Have you do you, you know what I'm talking about? Have you heard it? Well, you so. will because it's it's going on your playlist, which yeah. is brilliant. I love it because how cool. I'm gonna immediately go onto your playlist. I'm gonna find it. And uh, I'm just going to soak in. But yeah, my house, Beyonce, it will pump you up. It is my anthem. It's my anthem going into 2024. You are. Okay, so this is really, I. there must be some Beyonce, like, goddess theme going on. I'm Uh not even kidding when I say, I think, I think you're the third out of the last four collabs that have chosen a Beyonce song. Not wow. And they're not all the same. They're all different Beyonce songs. So I'm like, yeah, I think there's a mm-hmm. theme here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, Beyonce, we could do a whole podcast on Beyonce. Actually, like the whole podcast. It would be its, its own podcast. Why Beyonce has so much to teach us as women. I mean, it's so one of the lyrics to to it, she says, I will always love you, but I'll never expect you to love me when you don't love yourself. Let's heal the world one beautiful action at a time. Mm. Pick me up, even if I fall. Let love heal us all. Let love heal us all. That's what it means, man. That's what, that's what, uh, that's my anthem for 2024. Love yourself. How can you expect other people to do it? So you've got to really double down on believing in yourself doing the hardest thing in the whole world, which is to love yourself. That's the hardest thing in the world. It is so much easier to get into the pity and self-loathing. Yeah. But that's, that's the real deal. That's where the real fire and the power is, is learn to love yourself. And then let's heal the world one beautiful action at a time. Mm-hmm. So she mic says drop. it all in that song. She says it all. It, it is, the whole song is a mic drop. And it's like, get out of this house, anybody that does, doesn't belong here, and then double down down on, on what we're supposed to be doing, which is 
we're here for each other and we're going to heal the world together. We're going to pick each other up when we fall. Yes. That's what I love about connecting in a community like the one that we connected through because it is that, like we talked about at the beginning, we're speaking the same language. Yeah. And it's not this, not everybody is speaking that language, but as we start to speak that language and we communicate together in that way, we are opening that world to other people. And it's the best, the best type of contagion. 100%. Well, girl, oh, this has been awesome. I'm so, so pumped we got this on the books. Like, my listeners are going to freaking love you, by the way. <laughs> Same. But, oh, this has been awesome. So I, I can't wait. I know I know, we're going to be doing this again at some point in the future. We so We didn't cover everything that we needed to cover. Oh, my God. Got just scratch the questions. surface. I'm telling right. you. Oh. Yes. Well, I do. I do want to talk at some point about let's talk about podcasting. That's a whole thing. I know this is sort of meta because we're doing a podcast, but just just the world of podcasting, it's opened up so many things. So let's let's reconnect on that and anything else at any point in time. If you want to just do this again, we'll do it again. Love it. Yeah, well, let's definitely get that on the books at some point. We'll do a follow up. Mm -hmm. You've heard it today. We'll do a follow up collab episode just really chit-chatting about the podcast and, mm-hmm. and how it's really transformed our lives on so many different levels. Oh, can't yes. wait. So can't good. Wait. Thanks, girl. Well, happy, All right. I was going to say, have a happy holidays. And this is Thank nuts you. to say, Me but too. this is going to be the last podcast for 2023. That is a wrap on episode seven of the Best Damn Field Free podcast. Thank you so much for being here, joining Liz and I, our, our conversation. And if you're a numbers person, I just wanted to point out that this was not planned in any way, but this podcast happened to be number 77 in the lineup for Liz's podcast and number seven for mine. So I think that was kind of cool. All right, everybody. I will see you soon on the next one. Bye.